Hello and welcome to the All That Jazz podcast. I'm Jazz Jervis, your host, founder of The Calm Compound, coach, wife, mum, and absolute advocate for living a high vibe and abundant life. This podcast is designed to give you the tools, the tips, the habits, the knowledge, and the lols to get you taking inspired action to living your life by design. One that sees you achieving, manifesting, aligning, and cultivating everything it is that you want without having to sacrifice the good stuff. So let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the All That Jazz podcast. Today is something a little bit different. This is a recording from my intention setting live from my membership, The Calm Society. Now, we are closed at the moment. We open every few months. And this membership is for you if you are looking for everything to be in the one place when it comes to spirituality, mindset, refining systems and processes in your life so that you can wake up feeling more energized and more on purpose every single day. It's such an epic membership. You can find more information on my website. But this uh, this recording is something that I do uh, in the first Tuesday of every single month. I set the intention for the month and I introduce the topic. And in August, we are covering using tarot cards. And I get this question so often uh, on my socials, in my inbox about tarot cards. And so I thought, why not give you a, a little bit of an inside look into the Facebook Live that I did for my membership community. And I'm so excited for them because today... They're using tarot workbook just dropped with all of my favorite tarot spreads, my favorite tarot cards, and of course, information on using tarot and how to do it. So enjoy this episode and make sure you pop yourself onto the wait list and go and check it out on my website. Bye guys. Uh, I can't tell you how many questions I have about Oracle cards and tarot cards. <laughs> uh, so many, so many questions. Do you read these, uh, you know, do you read Oracle or just Tarot? What's the difference? How do I do it? How do I pull a card? What's happening? This is so overwhelming. Am I doing it right? What does this card mean? So many questions. Okay. So Tarot and Oracle, right? So what's the difference? There's kind of basically what I say is that there are more rules when it comes to the Tarot, Okay. Oracle cards are really free flowing. They can basically feature any kind of uh, content. Okay. Cosmics cards are more like Oracle cards. So angel cards. Um, I've got one called Earth Warriors, which you'll see in the content next week. Uh, they're Oracle cards. Okay. Tarot cards are structured. Like they are the same in every deck. They might be called something different. So in one deck, um, it might be called pentacles and in another deck, it might be called crystals, uh, but the elements are all the same. Okay. Which I'm going to talk to you about in a moment. Oracle cards. Okay. Are a little bit more free flowing. Okay. They could feature anything, you know, but with tarot, for example, there's usually 78 cards. Some decks have a few like bonus cards in them. Um, some decks like to kind of stand out and be a bit different. You might end up with 80 cards or something like that. But for the most part, there's 78 cards. Whereas with Oracle cards, there's no set number. You can have a deck with 12 cards, a hundred cards or anything in between. So uh, a good example of an Oracle card deck is the Rebecca Campbell work your life deck. This is an amazing starting point when you don't have an Oracle or a tarot card set. 
They are beautiful. I love the guidance that is in these cards. Plus, the actual cards are really beautiful. I'll just give you an example. I actually don't know how many cards are in this one, to be honest. Not too many. Definitely not as much as tarot. Not as many as in the tarot. So this is the what they look like. They're really beautiful. Really, really beautiful. Great, really great um, starting point. Lots of beautiful pinks and purples. And if you've seen me share Danielle Knoll's Moonchild Tarot, she's actually the artist behind um, the Work Your Light deck. Okay. So they're Oracle cards and they are, they're quite, you know, positive and uplifting, you know, like, but there's also, whoops, hang on. The, the guidance is less specific in Oracle cards too. Um, but I do love that she has uh, different kinds of cards in here. There's, and there's an explanation at the front of all of them too. So you don't have to feel like you have to remember everything, although our content, our workbook next week is going to be so useful for you. Um, but, you know, there's action cards, there's activation cards. So th this, is, this is a really great starting deck, okay? And as I mentioned, they're, you know, I, I've had it referred before. I've seen someone refer to it as the oracle cards being the main meal and the tarot cards being the ingredients, right? Like you wouldn't have more than one main meal because it's so filling, but you could have lots of ingredients. Okay. Interesting, right? So energetically, I feel like oracle cards hold a lot of like really big, abundant, overarching energy, right? They kind of give like an overall insight into the energy of a situation or around what's going on. So that's, and again, this, it'll all be specific in the workbook next week, but you know, I pull one of these each day, you know, like what is the energy that I need to bring to the day? But then I will pull multiple of the tarot cards to sort of, you know, the ingredients, right. To give clarity to a particular situation. It's kind of like the pages inside a book. Like this would be the title. Okay. And then this is like the pages inside the storybook. Okay. So whole book or maybe, maybe even a chapter of the book. Okay. Whole book, chapter of the book, tarot cards, more like the individual pages and the ingredients. Does that make sense? Do you feel like you've got a bit more clarity around what Oracle cards and what tarot cards are now? There's no, you know, they're not one better than the other or anything like that. It's ultimately up to you to choose what feels right. But that's how I really... Yeah, that's how it makes sense to me is chapter of a book or a whole book and just the individual pages, main meal, ingredients, okay? Some days I feel like just, you know, being drawn to one particular deck, there, there really is no specific rules in relation to Oracle versus Tarot, but that's how I prefer to, to use them, okay? And as I mentioned, lots of different types of Oracle decks too, you know, um, Alanda Fairchild's got lots of them and I'm going to link these in, in the content next week. There's angel cards. Um, you know, there's uh, like crystal mandala ones. There's lots of different ones. Okay. And then you've got tarot. Okay. And tarot is, there's kind of more rules in the tarot. Okay. I'm looking over here because I'm reading the, the comments because I don't see it when I'm using StreamYard. I freaking love using tarot cards. I do my monthly planning. I set my intentions with tarot cards. I ask for support and guidance. Like I, it's just so powerful. Okay. So before we kind of get really briefly into the how and the why they work, let's just quickly chat about what tarot is. So tarot, as I mentioned, in most, most decks, there's 78. In the Moonchild tarot, she does have a few bonus ones in here. 
Um, but most tarot decks have the same amount. Whereas as I mentioned with Oracle, it can be whatever. And so the first 22 cards in a tarot, in a tarot deck, this is another one that I've actually got next to me too. Kim Kranz, okay. The first 22 cards are the major arcana, okay? And the major arcana really represent like kind of overarching themes um, or archetypes, I guess, for a person that's receiving the reading, okay? So you may know of some of them already, uh, the sun, the moon, the lovers, the devil, um, the death card, the fool, uh, wheel of fortune, uh, the universe, priestess, lots of, you've probably heard of those before. Let me know in the comments if you've heard of those before. And then the rest of the cards fall within the minor arcana. And they represent more like mundane day-to-day type situations. Okay. And the minor arcana includes the court cards. Okay. So traditionally in most, in a lot of decks, it's pages, knights, queens, and kings. Okay. So each of the minor arcana sections have page pages, knights, queens, and kings, including in this. Sometimes they're called different things. Okay. And they are often interpreted as kind of personalities in people. Okay. So for example, um, page of wands, page of pentacles, page of swords, knight of swords, things like that. Okay. So when all of these are kind of combined together, they represent all the different parts of the human experience. Okay. Like love, work, emotions, um, ambition, aspirations, creativity, relationships, emotions, all of that. Okay. Change, difficulties, lots of things. I'm just going to check that we're still on. Okay, cool. Cause my phone is loading. Let me know that you can still like hear and see me. Cause my phone's gone a bit wicked out over in the corner. Let me know that you can still see me. Okay. Hopefully it's all good. Um, okay. So when they're all combined, they represent like different parts of the human experience, as I mentioned. So like growth, family, lots of different things. And the reason why I love using tarot is that often like it brings up things that you weren't really consciously aware of. Yes. Can hear you? Okay. Perfectly. So this is one of the biggest reasons why tarot um, is such a powerful tool for self-awareness because there really is like there are all, all facets of the human experience in, in tarot cards, right? Like, creativity, love, relationships, emotions, uh, change, family, uh, difficult situations, mental battles, you know, like it includes all of those, all of those. And sometimes they're things that we're not really consciously aware of. And so that's why I've loved using tarot is because it is a really powerful tool for self-awareness because it starts to illuminate parts of our lives that we've kind of turned a blind eye towards, right? Sometimes we, sometimes we might um, know that we've turned a blind eye, but a lot of the time we're not conscious of that. So when you receive a tarot reading, either because you've seen a tarot reader or you're doing it for yourself, 
often when you, when you pull a card, because remember cards work vibrationally, those interpretations that are reflected back to you through the cards can offer like really powerful, like insights and questions. Okay. The other thing um, that I love to love using tarot for and, and have, and have loved this experience and having it as part of my spiritual practice is as well as like uh, cultivating a lot of self-awareness, it can bring a lot of clarity to a situation. Okay. So drawing tarot cards can be really useful um, to start seeing a situation with a little bit more precision and clarity. Okay. Because it has those added layers of perspective. Like I said to you, it has those added layers of meaning, which sometimes we can't, can't really see and an experienced tarot reader. And as you get more experienced and more confident, that can help you see different possibilities, different angles, different scenarios to an issue or a situation. Okay. And then the last reason why I have really, really loved using tarot is intuition, right? If you're reading tarot for yourself, it's a really great way to strengthen your intuition, right? Because it's, it's effective because where you might draw a tarot card each morning for journaling or in the evening to reflect on your day or when you're asking specific questions. So you start to take the pressure off yourself. Okay. You're not relying solely on being in a meditative state. You can also utilize and use your cards with you to be able to do that as well. Right. So that's what I really found when I first started my spiritual practice was I loved the fact that it took the pressure off. And I could draw on my cards on those days that I didn't feel like I felt as sort of connected in a meditation space. Does that make sense? Okay. So to do that, you could just be drawing, a, uh, you know, all I say when, when, when pulling tarot cards, which again will be in the content next week, is ground yourself beforehand. Okay. Be really grounded. This is not a case where you're like feeling really angry and you're like, oh, I'm just going to go and draw, you know, pull a card and see what it says. You know, we don't want that type of energy, right? These babies hold a lot of energy. Okay. So when you are grounded and you're shuffling the cards, set the intention for yourself that the card you select will be either uh, what to expect or a particular lesson for that day. Okay. Draw a card and examine it. Have a look at the pictures on the card. How does it make you feel? Does it make you feel a certain way before you go and read about it in the books? Okay. That's how I really started to strengthen my intuition. So I would kind of write down my thoughts and observations before I even went and read about it in the book. It's such a great way to start getting in touch with your intuition. Okay. And, you know, taking a note of any of the gut feels that happen straight away. Okay. So when it comes to reading tarot, as I mentioned, we really just want to be in a really grounded space beforehand. Okay. Uh, we want to not have distractions and interruptions to the, to the best of our ability. Like, you know, Clementine comes in and out when I'm reading tarot. So that's fine too. Um, but that's the, the main thing is we want to be really grounded and really, yeah, calm and in a meditative space when we are pulling the tarot cards. <clears throat> and the other thing is with shuffling, all of the card decks will give you an give you a way to shuffle them. There's no right or wrong, in my opinion. I shuffle them like you would shuffle a card deck, so like this. And then I do what's called cutting the deck, which most tarot readers will do if you've ever had a tarot reading 
which simply means putting the deck into three different piles. Doesn't that have to be even piles? Like sometimes I'll be doing it and there'll be like three in one of the piles. Doesn't matter. Okay. Just cut the deck and then put them back. However, it feels good to put them back. Again, there's no right or wrong. It's just whatever you were intuitively doing in that moment. And then basically I just shuffle until I feel ready and I get that intuitive nudge that I'm done shuffling. Okay. Uh, if you're pulling one card, you could pull this way and whatever is there becomes your card, which is answer the call right now. Um, I actually prefer personally to pull from the top, okay, which is the yes card. Um, so I like to pull from the top, but again, doesn't matter whatever you feel intuitively called to do, okay? So when I use them daily, I pull one of the Oracle cards and I have multiple decks and I'm going to, I'm going to link all of the details for you next week. Um, but I pull one as like an overarching theme for the day. And then I pull three from my tarot deck. I am obsessed with the Moonchild tarot at the moment. That's my jam. Danielle Knoll. Um, but I have multiple of them. I'm just addicted to her cards. They are just like, can we pause for a moment to look at this? It's just stunning artwork look at it look at all the oh, look at all the colors beautiful three of pentacles this one um and i'll pull three from my tarot deck usually it is what do i need to know today what do i need to do today and what do i need to release today uh, you could pull a card for mind body spirit you could pull a card for, um, you know, what do you need to know today and what do you need to do today? Uh, doesn't matter. It really, honestly, it doesn't matter. I'm going to give you lots of examples next week, um, but I just want you to start having a think about this. Um, and if you do have tarot and oracle cards already, start having a little bit of a play around with them. Um, and also it'll give you a chance to purchase some if you have not got any yet, which is fine too. Um, so that's what I do every day. And I also use them for planning. I'm not going to go into that right now. I'm going to save that for next week because we like to keep these intention setting lives nice and short. Um, but I use them for planning my month as well. Uh, because again, I just love the guidance that tarot and oracle cards give you. So I'm going to include exactly how I plan my month and set my intention as well in the workbook. Okay. So that's the main, that's, that's the main things that I wanted to mention to you today about oracle and tarot cards. Do you have any questions? Let me know in the comments if you have any questions. Anyone? No. Okay, cool. Alrighty. So if you don't have any Oracle or tarot cards yet, as I mentioned, this is a really great starting deck. She has two decks. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the other one. I just purpose, like personally don't feel energetically connected to it. Um, is there a ritual around cleansing the cards? Yeah. So I always smudge my altar, which is where my cards live. Okay. Every single day. Um, the other thing that you can do as well, is put your finger on the top. This is something that I like to do and flick the energy out of them. Okay. That's what I do. It's all about the actual intention that you're setting, right? 
um, it is the intention of flicking it out. Okay. That's what I like about it. Um, and it's the intention that I'm, that I'm setting that I don't want negative energy in here, but I can feel it. Like I could feel when my cards feel like they need to be cleansed. Um, there's always a crystal that sits on top of my cards. Um, this isn't, this isn't one of them, but just an example. It will just sit like this on my, um, altar. Okay. Another question. Do you ask for specific questions or advice? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, when you're asking, I'll give you a different examples of this as well in the workbook, but, uh, when you are faced with a different, with a, with a particular situation, you could do, you could pull three cards that, or you could pull two cards. It's like option one, option two, you could pull three cards. That's, you know, this is the, um, strengths of the situation, the challenges and the outcome. It's another one that I like to do. So a three card spread, um, or it's just, this is option one and this is option two, you know, and then you pull an Oracle card to sort of, you know, give an overall picture. So there's lots of different ways that you can ask for that. Okay. Does that make sense? Let me know. But yeah, there's no, like, I think people get really stressed about it and it doesn't need to feel that way. Okay. It doesn't need to feel that way. So I'm so excited to share with you all the different spreads that I do next week too. Okay, cool. So if you have any questions about them or you're looking at different Oracle cards or whatever it might be, just post in the group. I'll come in and answer them for you. Um, so jump into the group. Um, let me know what, what questions you've got. Um, and I'll include a lot of this information, obviously, in next week's uh, resource anyway. Uh, which are the best crystals? Um, again, like I, it doesn't really matter. I have selenite, amethyst, and celestite and smoky quartz on my altar. Okay, I love smoky quartz, really grounding crystal. Celestite is a really spiritual crystal. Uh, so is selenite. Um, so yeah, so don't stress yourself too much about that. Um, yeah, this is all new to me, but excited to learn. Yay, Brooke, exciting. Yeah, it's such a good way to start to develop your intuition. Um, okay, love it. All righty, so... Thank you for tuning in. Happy Tuesday. I'm going to go and visualize Chris Hemsworth. No, not really. Um, thank you for joining in. I cannot wait to share with you the content next week. So uh, in the meantime, go and get yourself an Oracle or a tarot card deck. Doesn't matter which one. You'll be drawn to it, right? If you look at them up on Booktopia or Amazon or um, Dynix or wherever you're buying from or a local bookstore is even better if you can because you will be drawn to them in the actual You'll be drawn to whatever cards that you feel connected to in a store. Um, so go and get those so that next week we can hit the ground running. And that's it for me. So have a really great Tuesday and I will see you all soon. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the All That Jazz podcast. Make sure you visit our website, www.thecalmcompound.com.au where you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, we'd appreciate a review and or a rating on iTunes. Or if you just want to tell a friend about the show, that's great too. It all counts. If you liked this episode and want to deep dive on this particular topic, then you might want to check out my coaching options. Just head to my website, click on work with me and follow the prompts. Thanks again for listening. And I hope this episode has inspired you to take some spiritually aligned action in the direction of your best life. Thanks guys.